Global Crisis Bible Prophecy Health and Preparedness You are just in time. 11th Hour Dispatch Father in heaven, we pray for your presence with us as we try to understand the world in which we live and the tumultuous times that we find ourselves in. We we want to have a firmer grasp on Jesus Christ. Give us a love for your word. Help us to trust in him as our only Savior and hope. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to 11th Hour Dispatch. I'm Scott Ritzema, your host for another 30-minute news broadcast. And again, we're seeing the signs of the times. We're seeing biblical prophecy being fulfilled. And oftentimes, that means that the birth pangs of the last days, the tumultuous events that are painful, that where we witness sorrow and death and suffering like This earthquake that just took place in Italy, New York Times reports, powerful earthquake in Italy kills more than 150 and shatters towns. CBS News reports rescue crews using bulldozers and their bare hands raced to dig out survivors from a strong earthquake that reduced three central Italian towns to rubble Wednesday. The death toll stood at 159, but the number of dead and missing was uncertain given the thousands of vacationers in the area for summer's final days. Residents wakened before dawn by the trembler emerged from their crumbled homes to find what they described as apocalyptic scenes. Quote, like Dante's Inferno. Now, the article inadvertently said something very correct and something very incorrect, but these are apocalyptic scenes. Apocalyptic is a word taken from apocalypsis, which is the Greek word for the book of Revelation. These are last day events that we're seeing when we see the increase of earthquakes upon the earth, when we see wars and rumors of wars, when we see immorality abound and the collapse of the family and what we always knew as traditionally moral culture spiraling into this abyss of self-destruction and violence and terrorism and everything that's so terrible in this age. My friends, I want to give you hope. And the hope is that just as the birth pangs lead to the birth of the child, so also these last day signs of Jesus soon coming, though they are painful to go through now, they will birth the great and joyful event where we see the Son of God coming down the clouds of heaven. But while these were apocalyptic scenes in Italy with the collapse of these cities, literally, the town isn't here anymore, said Sergio Perosi, the mayor of the hardest hit town, Amatris. He says, I believe the death toll will rise. The CBS News article said that they, they quoted them as saying that this was like Dante's Inferno and that that was how it was apocalyptic. Now, of course, Dante's Inferno is fiction. It's complete human 
invention. It's nothing from the Bible whatsoever. It's a whole uh, fantastical Dark Ages mythology of hell. And if you want to understand the true biblical doctrine of hell and what happens to the wicked who do not receive Jesus Christ as their Savior, this is an important teaching from the Bible to understand. And I'll tell you it's one of the most misunderstood teachings from the Bible. So I'm going to give you a website. Study it through. Study it deeply. Understand these issues of Bible truth in these last days because one of the signs of the times of the last days is an increase in deception and where people will become lovers of themselves and lovers of their own pleasures rather than lovers of truth. And they will receive a strong delusion because they received not a love of the truth. The website to understand the truth about hell is helltruth.com. Visit that website. Excellent, excellent material that shows what the Bible teaches about what happens when people die and heaven and hell. In fact, visit thetruthaboutdeath.com as well. It's just truthaboutdeath.com. Truthaboutdeath.com and helltruth.com. That will give you a window into, wow, there has been a massive, widespread, nearly universal deception that has taken over Christianity from the Dark Ages and on. And the Bible teaches clearly, very crystal clear doctrine on these points. But back to this tragedy, you know, our hearts go out to the families for those suffering in this natural disaster in Italy. Although you might say this isn't natural. This is an invention from the heart of Satan. This is not part of God's order for this world. All of the death and destruction and decay, all of the violence, all of the natural, so-called natural disasters that we see, this is all Satan's idea of a good time. This is not God's original plan for this earth. He created Adam and Eve in the garden in a perfect place. And that's the kind of place we're going to, my friends. Hang on for a little longer through the trials and tumults of your personal life, through the craziness of this world that that will hit us all at some point. But it's certainly hitting these poor Italians hard in these small towns in central Italy. Mr. Perosi added that Amatrice had been cut off because of damage to roads and, and a bridge. The problem is removing people from under the rubble, he said. There are people still trapped or dead. This was as of yesterday. They're trapped underneath the debris. Many, many people, he said. And they were cut off because of road damage and, and debris, begging for help. And help is on the way. And I'll tell you, I'm gonna, I want to I point something out very important here. Because I know that Christianity, so-called, has done a, ho- a lot of horrible things in the past because it wasn't Christianity. Dark Ages, violent torturing, coercive, deceptive, evil power structures that ruled Europe with the name Christian were of the devil and were biblically called Antichrist. Study that one out at BibleProphecyTruth.com. You'll understand who the Antichrist power is and was and will be. And you'll understand what I meant by that as well. A lot of people think the Antichrist is just coming in the future for seven years. No, he was and he is and he will continue to be. 
And by he, I mean an, an institution, a power upon the earth that is religio-political in nature. The Bible refers to this power as the beast or the little horn power. And beasts and horns in Bible prophecy represent political kingdoms with a religious flavor in this case, as you see in Daniel 7 and Revelation 13. BibleProphecyTruth.com. Visit the website, BibleProphecyTruth.com. We must understand these prophetic truths, for the time is near, my friends. But what we just heard here about the increase in earthquakes, I was thinking about this. If you take a look at any individual signs of the times, you look at warfare, you look at natural disasters, you look at the love of most growing cold and people becoming losing of their natural affections, the rise in violence and civil unrest and all of these things that you see. If you were to take any individual one of those signs, you could find periods of history where they were being fulfilled and it wasn't quite yet the end. But what you see today is a confluence, a convergence, a pulling together of all of the biblical prophecies at one time for the first time in history. We live in unprecedented times. KABC Los Angeles, paramedics rushed to Skid Row after 18 people appeared to have overdosed on a drug presumed to be spice or synthetic marijuana, fire officials said. North Korea tests, test fires missile toward Japan. Reuters, Allahu Akbar, man stabs British woman and dog to death in Australian hostel. ABC News, of course, from a couple of days ago, the FBI has launched a federal terrorism investigation into a weekend stabbing in Roanoke, Virginia, looking at whether, whether the attacker may have been trying to behead his victim in an alleged ISIS-inspired assault, sources told ABC News. Federal authorities have been aware of the alleged attacker, the 20-year-old Wasil Farouki of the Roanoke area, for some time. Sources familiar with the case told ABC News. In the past year, sources said he traveled to Turkey and may have tried to sneak into Syria, where ISIS is recruiting and inspiring sympathizers from around the world. Farouki was arrested Saturday by Roanoke County Police on charges of assault with with malicious wounding, and he is being held without bond at the Western Virginia Regional Jail, according to the sources in the jail database. On Saturday, Faruqi allegedly injured a man and woman at an apartment complex in Roanoke, yelling, Allahu Akbar, God is great, as he attacked them with a knife, sources told ABC News. And the latest on this was, the search warrant says that this, this Faruqi was his name, what, that, that, that he told a detective that he was hearing voices. That the voices in his head were telling him, literal voices that he was hearing, telling him that he was stupid and telling him to attack someone. That's what he told the detective. He doesn't even know the people that he attacked. My friends, when the Bible says that people will lose natural affections, that there will be a outpouring of demonic activity from the devil, inspiring this madness and insanity, we're seeing all of the fulfillment of all of these events. And it calls us to a point of realization to acknowledge the urgency of the times in which we live. But much more importantly, it calls us to seek the solution. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't crying out as he made these attacks 
Jesus said, love your enemies, bless those who persecute you. No, he wasn't crying out scriptures from the Sermon on the Mount as he was stabbing people. I share that because the, the, the absurdity of that thought that somebody would say they would be quoting Jesus about loving their enemies while on a murderous assault, that, that would be so contrary, so, so uh, terribly ironic. It would be the opposite of what you'd expect because what Jesus teaches is the antidote to all of this. If everybody were, hypothetically, and and they can, the offer is for everybody, but if everybody were to accept his teachings and his gospel into their lives to transform their hearts, then we would not be seeing this madness and insanity going on. This jihad-inspired, devil-inspired activity. But of course, the mainstream media will say that these things have nothing to do with religion. And that all we need is better mental health solutions, better self-help and coping skills. When people believe in a demonically inspired religious violence, you know, some pop psychology is not going to help. My friends, we need the gospel of Jesus Christ, every single one of us. We'll be right back after the break to see what the media is spinning these types of terrorist attacks as. We'll be right back. You're listening to 11th Hour Dispatch with author, teacher, and speaker Scott Ritzmer. For more programs and information, visit 11thHourDispatch.com. The ancient Israelites reached the absolute pit of depravity in the Old Testament when they entered into idolatry and literally sacrificed their children to Molech. But aren't we doing the same today? When 50 million babies are killed in abortion procedures in the last 40 years. When we hand over our children to the media and the secular humanist schools to raise our children, we're outsourcing our parenting right into the hands of the enemy of souls. Any parents with children in the home need to know this. Write down the DVD title and share it with them right away. It's called How to Raise the Remnant. Now more than ever, Parents are in desperate need of solid biblical counsel to guide us back to God's plan for raising godly children in these last days. Visit 11thHourDispatch.com and use promo code RADIO for a reduced suggested donation rate. Wonderful, merciful Savior Precious Redeemer and friend Who would have thought that a lamb Could rescue the souls of men Oh, you rescue the souls of men And we're back. This is 11th Hour Dispatch. I'm Scott Ritzema, your host. So grateful today to be a recipient of the grace of Jesus Christ, not by any merits that we could ever possibly dream of bringing to Jesus. We have nothing to offer other than an open heart, repentant and confessing of our sin, that we are totally unworthy. And you know, it's very easy to look at a story like this madman, jihadist, ISIS-inspired man shouting about the greatness of Allah 
as he stabbed people. It's easy to look at that story and say, boy, I'm glad I have got all my stuff together here and I'm mentally and spiritually stable. But, you know, it was otherwise very civilized, kind, respectable people who went under siege in 70 AD in Jerusalem and likewise in 586 BC under the Babylonian siege upon Jerusalem. We're talking about religious people and certainly hypocrites and Pharisees in Jesus' day and certainly idolatrous back in the Old Testament times, but people who otherwise were respectable, and when this siege takes place, they start doing unspeakable things. I mean, we're talking about cannibalism, things I don't even want to mention. There's a phrase that says the veneer of civilization is is very thin. In other words, when things are going fine, everybody can act pretty nice. We can all get along and be fairly civilized. And then we look at crazed lunatics like this Islamically inspired jihadist and say, that is crazy madness. I could never imagine that. What we're going to see in the near future is going to make these sorts of isolated events that are still, I mean, they're happening like every day now around the world. It's increasing, but it's still relatively calm before the real storm that's coming. People are going to go crazy. And the reason I say that is because each one of us needs to find the true healing from Jesus Christ. I want to share with you how the media spins these types of events so we can understand that everything that we're hearing from the mainstream secular humanist sources is not giving us the whole picture. So there was a 21-year-old British woman who was stabbed in in an Australian hostel by a 28-year-old jihadist. And the Queensland Policy Deputy Commissioner Steve Galchewski said, quote, this is not about religion. Now, this was a Islamic terrorist, radical Islam, Muslim. He says, this is not about religion. It is about individual criminal behavior. He also added that authorities were investigating whether mental health or drug mis- drugs misuse factors were involved in the incident. Now, it's not just this incident where they explain it that way. Last week in Strasbourg, France, writes Paul Paul Joseph Watson, a rabbi wearing a Jewish kippah was stabbed by a man who also shouted, Allah is great, Allahu Akbar, during the attack. Police soon dismissed claims the incident was a terrorist attack. So they said this wasn't a terrorist attack. This, This person was, quote, mentally ill. Earlier this month also, six people were, and by the way, mental illness is is an additional description for it, Uh, demonic possession, hearing voices, being influenced by evil religious cult ideologies, um, and mental illness, all of the above. But to say this has nothing to do with religion, what they're doing is trying to not allow religion to be the solution. You know, my friends, Jesus Christ is the solution, and the media will not tell you that. 
They'll say, oh, this has nothing to do with religion. This is just a mental illness. Earlier this month, six people were stabbed during an attack in Russell Square, London. Police immediately said the attacker was mentally ill, although it later emerged that the 19-year-old Somalian culprit behind the attack was a, quote, devout Muslim who once expressed support for an alleged Al-Qaeda member and who owned jihadist books. But his religion had nothing to do with it, we were told. On August 7, two policewomen in Brussels were wounded when a man wielding a machete attacked them while chanting, Allahu Akbar, Allah is great. A police spokesman said the investigation was likely to conclude that the man had, quote, mental problems. And that's all. Nothing to see here. Move along. Let's pull back the veil. There is a great controversy going on, an ultimate cosmic conflict between the forces of good and the forces of evil. And by that, I mean Jesus, the force of good, the person who is the creator of this world with the Father, with the Spirit, who is the one who died on the cross, who is our presently in heaven high priest mediating on our behalf. Then you've got the archenemy, Satan, and every false religion that he has manufactured to divert our attention from the one true God. And Islam being one of those religions that has deceived a billion people in the world. And that's not to say that all Muslims are bad people. Of course, people are people. There are Christians who are bad people. There are Muslims who are decent people. I've known them. But this isn't a question of which group has more nice people in it? This is a question of what is truth. Bible truth says, and is proven through the prophecies. Visit BibleProphecyTruth.com. It proves that Jesus Christ is the Lord of glory, that he was crucified, dead and buried, and rose from the dead to conquer death. Now, most religions, of course, don't accept that. All religions other than Christianity do not accept that claim. But it's historically verified that Jesus raised from the dead. So when you see these things about these radical jihadist attacks, this has everything to do with religion. Because anybody who is inspired by a cult ideology, a religious fervor to do something contrary to the way of Jesus, well, this is a deception of the devil. And in some cases, possession of the devil. It's not just mere mental illness, as the media would have you believe. But continuing on with the news, InfoWars reports, after the German government told its citizens to stockpile food and water, if you don't believe we're living in the last days, well, even secular people are stockpiling for major crises. The German government just told its citizens to stockpile food and water in case of a catastrophe. Now the Czech government is also now reportedly warning its population to prepare for the worst. On Sunday, Frank Furter reported, this is their, their paper in, in the Czech Republic, reported that the German government is set to enact a new concept for civil defense, which will require the population to stockpile enough food for 10 days. That was the German report. Now, on the other side of the border, Czech media is reporting that the country's food reserves are struggling and would be incapable of meeting demand in the event of a national crisis. Supplies of milk powder are particularly low. The government is calling on citizens to increase their self-sufficiency and food safety by stockpiling more food. So their government is saying, hey, become more self-sufficient. 
stockpile food. What are they aware of? What are these people in positions of power aware of that they're making these calls to their citizens? According to Israeli Live News, Stephen Ben Danun, a resident of the Czech Republic news station, News stations reporting on the story out of Germany also revealed how the Czech government is telling its citizens to be prepared for the worst case possible scenario. The worst case possible scenario. That reminds me of what China said. After the South China Sea decision at The Hague, China said, brace yourself for the worst. We are not afraid to fight a war with the United States. The Czech government is saying, be prepared for the worst case scenario, which was likely to be a large-scale catastrophic terror attack or a nuclear disaster. We're moving toward possibility of war with Russia. As we reported earlier this month, Czech, Czech President Zeman is also pushing for a change to the law that would make it easier for citizens to own firearms in order to defend themselves against jihadists. Having previously been against private gun ownership, Zeman now says citizens should arm themselves to deal with the threat of Islamic terrorism. Gun sales in France and Germany are also skyrocketing as a response to the millions of Muslim migrants pouring into Europe and a spate of terrorist attacks across Europe over the past two months. Last month, the head of French police cautioned that the country was on the verge of civil war that could be sparked by more terror attacks or mass molestations like the one in Cologne on New Year's Eve. Last year, Swiss Army Chief Andre Blattman warned that the risk of social unrest in Europe was intensifying and that citizens should arm themselves. Danish professor Helmuth Nyborg also commented in April that civil war was almost was the most likely outcome of current EU immigration policies. So they're all saying the same thing. Brace yourself, big things are coming, not just to the Europe, to the United States, not just to Europe, but to the United States also. U.S. President Obama warned Americans in a speech just a couple of months ago be, to be prepared for a disaster, to stock up on supplies. Russian citizens, I reported a couple of weeks ago, are stockpiling food and water and salt, and they, the journalists on the ground there are saying, quote, talk of war is everywhere. Last fall, I was reporting on how a number of sources from within the elite are pointing out how these billionaires and other big-moneyed elites are digging in, buying large tracts of land, getting obsessed with preparedness for some type of major crisis. Why share all these facts? Not to initiate an amygdala response in our brain. The amygdala is the area of the brain associated with fear. If you're having a response there and you're going, oh no, what am I? Self-preservation, fear. Well, that would be the opposite of other-centeredness, to be self-centered in a fear impulse of self-preservation. And that's not to say we shouldn't be responsible. Of course we should. I love living in the country knowing that, uh, you know, the chances of, you know, seeing civil unrest and, and, and riots and violence and terrorism, outbreaks of, you know, all of this craziness happening in our world and diseases and pestilences and nuclear attacks and so on, you know, I live in the country for, for other reasons, of course, than that, because I've got children, and this is a great place to have them away from the distractions and noise of the city and the busyness and craziness of, of, of what goes on there, and, of course, the influences. And uh, You get out here, and you find yourself spending a whole lot more time in the garden, spending a lot more time outdoors, and that's just our value system as a family, but there's a bonus to that. I think there is something to this preparedness movement, not in a like, freak-out type of way and, and, and focus all your attention on that, but what these governments are telling people to do is prudent, to be prepared. But I don't share this information for that fact. I share the information 
because secular sources and governments and, and billionaires and everybody across the globe who knows anything is saying, watch for big events coming. The world is becoming increasingly unstable. That, my friends, is proof of Bible prophecy being fulfilled and calls us to spiritual preparedness. That means getting on your knees right now if you can and asking Jesus into your heart, confessing your sins, getting right with him so that you have a relationship and a walk with him where you hear his voice and and the conscience of the heart and seek him, he will give you hope. He will cast out all fear with his love, my friends. We'll see you next time. To financially support this broadcast, visit 11thHourDispatch.com. Here's Scott Ritzema with another final minute message. For a lot of people, they get on Facebook and they can be on there for a long time with very unhealthy things happening. In fact, a study showed that people had this irrational drive for popularity on Facebook. And it was irrational for the following reason. They were asked, are you concerned about revealing private information about yourself? Oh yeah, you know, you don't want to do that. But then they went ahead and did it anyway because they needed to feel affirmed and popular and admired in some way. So what is your mindset on Facebook? Is it self, my profile pic, my image that I want to portray to people, my popularity and so on? We see that this generation is the most narcissistic, I mean self-centered generation ever studied. Is that a part of your dynamic when you're on Facebook? Self-centeredness. Brought to you by Belt of Truth Ministries.org.